Are you struggling because you expected this to be easy? Are you unhappy if your dreams, your desires, whatever you see as your destiny is not served to you on a silver platter? I think this is a very real problem that I've seen from so many people. We like things to be easy. Me too. Uh, I, I like things to be easy. Nothing wrong with when things work out great, when everything goes easy, smoothly, etc. But if we expect things to be easy, if we expect things to always go our way, that causes some problems. That's what I want to talk about today, uh, that, you know, it's actually supposed to be hard. These are the proven direct response, marketing, copywriting, and entrepreneurship success strategies you can use today to write your own ticket and create the life you want. I am Roy Furr, and this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Now, here's today's breakthrough. All right, so uh, today's show sponsored by me specifically. Uh, I, I have a training called Training Your Subconscious Success Mechanism, and it's about rewriting the stories that we have in our head, changing the orientation of our mindset, all of that subconscious stuff that goes on in our head can either weigh us down or it can pick us up. It can either hold us back or it can take us forward. And this training called Training Your Subconscious Success Mechanism is all about that. It's all about how to get your subconscious working on your side to help you achieve success. And specific to today, it can help you rewrite the story that, hey, things need to be easy, things should be easy for me and you can prepare yourself to take on the world with, the, uh, with what you learn with the, the, the practices and exercises in that training. The link is in the description. It's part of the BTMS Insiders Training Library, which is like Netflix for copywriters, marketers, and entrepreneurs, where you pay one low monthly fee and you get instant streaming access to the entire catalog of training there. Uh, and by the way, you know, check out that link in the description. Check out the other links. Don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe. Do all those things uh, so that you can get more content like this delivered to you in the future. Now let's talk about today's topic. It's supposed to be hard. It's supposed to be hard. You know, I, I think about this and I'm always, you know, connecting the dots, trying to find the relevant stories, trying to find the relevant, you know, ways to convey the daily lesson. And... Man, uh, on on a almost daily basis, I work with my kids on their homework, um, at least a few days a week. Uh, sometimes it's my wife that does it too. We split that duty, right? Um, so when I work with them, oftentimes I will see this frustration in them. They get frustrated around their homework when they expect it to be easy. They 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 pull out their homework. And if it's not easy, there's this frustration. Like, ah, I just, I want it to be easy. And here's the thing about homework specifically. Uh, things are easy when you already know them. If you already know how to do the work, it's easy. Ah, the thing is, that's not learning. That's not growing your brain. That's not stretching your brain. That's not learning new concepts. That's not, that's not like expanding your 
mental capacity. Learning is constantly stretching yourself, constantly uh, pushing out into that area where the challenge of developing some new skill or capacity or understanding, where that challenge meets your current skill set. And that's, that's not easy. That's not necessarily easy. That's hard, right? And by the way, that, that language of where challenge meets skill, it actually comes from the work of Mihai Csikszentmihalyi uh, on, on flow. He did all sorts of research into the flow state. And most often, people who report being in the flow state, whether it's through physical activity or mental activity, it is where the challenge that they are facing meets skill. When things are easy, you don't find flow. When things are too hard, you don't find uh, you don't find flow. It's this where challenge meets skill, where we are constantly growing ourselves. We are increasing our, our skills and abilities. And it's, it's in that sweet space where, you know, honestly, that's, that's where homework is trying to uh, get us. That's how curriculums are structured throughout the, the course of learning as kids, that it's where the, the difficulty meets the capacity where the challenge meets the skill, that learning and growth actually happens. All right, uh, let's turn into a completely different subject area. We'll get to, we'll get to business and all of that in just a second. Um, grow, if, if your goal is to work out to grow your muscle or work out to grow your aerobic capability, um, to, when you are working out, what you're doing is you're, doing, you're, you're putting an intentional calculated strain on your body, on your muscles. So if you are, let's say you're training for a marathon, you don't just go out and, uh, and, and, and jog half a mile every day and expect to be ready for a marathon. Likewise, you don't start your training with running marathon distances. You have shorter runs, you have longer runs, you have some days that are long runs, you have some days that are shorter runs, you have days where you push uh, in terms of speed, you have days where you pull back in terms of speed. Uh, likewise, with, uh, with like lifting weights or kettlebell is my uh, workout tool of, of preference, um, it's, it, it is an intentional calculated strain on muscle. So it could be the number of reps that you're doing, it could be the specific lifts, it could be the speed, it could be the focus, it could be like there's all sorts of different factors that you can bring into play to have this, this intentional calculated strain on your muscles. So you should always be pushing your limits. If you do want to grow your physical capacity in working out, the thing is like what I'm saying here is you are expecting it to be hard. You're expecting it to be difficult. It's supposed to be hard. Uh, now you can't always push. Like if you always try to max out, if you always try to push your limits, there's gonna be some pretty quick burnout. But you should expect that growth will come from your decision to push, to, to grow, and to do what's hard. So you do what's hard, you back off, you do what's hard, you back off. Like it's, but it's still always about that consistent, intentional, calculated strain. And, um, and, and when you actually do grow your muscles or your aerobic capacity, like you get this increased strength and capacity to do harder work. 
And that's why people like, you know, somebody that lifts weights and is trying to grow their muscles, they're doing it with the goal of trying to increase their 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 capacity to do work even more. And so the the big weights become easier and they have to do bigger weights in order to uh, in, in order to find that place where challenge is meeting capability, right? Or, you know, distance runners, it's the same thing. You train until you have a certain capacity and you may have started off and running, you know, three miles, five miles might've been a very long run to you. But by the time you're done training, you know, maybe a marathon still seems long, but those 26 miles, you're like, I can do this. And I'm not like completely dead at the end. And this has applications everywhere. When you adopt the same mindset, you know, it's not just about homework or working out. It's about expecting things to be difficult and actually preparing yourself for things to be difficult. And then things can actually go well and you can be happy about that. Now, I have to credit a lot of my current understanding of this to uh, studying stoicism. It's, you know, an ancient philosophy. I think that it's it's misunderstood a lot today because today when we hear the word stoicism, the most common uh, reference to somebody as being stoic is not that they've studied the stoic philosophy and the stoic teachers. It's, it's that they're not emotional. And that's actually not a, that's not an accurate um, interpretation as far as I understand it, of the teachings of Stoicism. So the myth is this person's not emotional, therefore they're Stoic. The reality is that um, Stoicism teaches accurate thinking and not being over-emotional. So, you know, you lose a loved one, it's appropriate to be emotional. If, you know, something is frustrating, it might be appropriate to be frustrated for a minute, but then you don't make your decisions completely out of that. If, if something is difficult, maybe it is okay to be a little frustrated at first. Like, geez, you know, I, I wish that this was easier. Then you take a deep breath and you say, okay, uh, but it's not. <laughs> and I expected it to be, uh, like I can expect it to be hard. And then I, I have a completely different mindset to, to tackle the challenge. And along with this like accurate thinking, not over emotional, it's about focusing on what's in your control. You know, it, it is in your control to expect something to be hard versus to expect something to be easy. Um, it, it's uh, another aspect of this teaching of Stoicism is to expect the worst and hope for the best. So it's to premeditate. Uh, there's a there's a saying from Stoicism, premeditatio malorum, to premeditate on everything that can go wrong. And um, so you expect the worst, but then you also hope for the best. Like a Stoic is not just somebody who 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 wants the worst. It's somebody who is ready for the worst, but can. Uh, can willingly and 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 joyfully embrace the best as well. And when you do these things, when you focus on what's in your control and you expect the worst and hope for the best, you're not swept away by things that don't go your way. So you plan for things to be hard. You, you, you can expect for things to go wrong. And um, here's where this is really powerful, I think. So if you've planned for things to be hard and you've expected things to go wrong, you're either going to get what you expected which uh, from the, you know, if you're going to assign values to that, people might think that it's negative. But if you get what you expected, you're probably going to actually have a fairly neutral reaction to it. Like, oh, yeah, uh, I expected that things could go wrong and they did. And that's OK because it was built into the plan. 
or you're gonna be pleasantly surprised. Uh, that, oh, things went better than I expected. Awesome, that's positive, that's a positive development. I expected that things could go wrong, but they actually went better than expected, so that's awesome. <laughs> so you're either left with this neutral reaction or a positive reaction. Alternately, if you expect things to be easy, you're left with a negative reaction or a neutral reaction. So, so much of the, the positive negative is about whether or not life meets our expectations, right? And so this, this whole, if, if you get what you expected and it was negative, then life did meet your expectations and see, so kind of have a neutral reaction. You know, you would have liked for it to gone better, whatever, but you kind of have a neutral reaction. Or you're pleasantly surprised, so you have this positive reaction. So the alternative, you're expecting things to be easy while you're surprised by things going worse than you expect. And that's like the, that's like the, the homework thing. Oh man, this is harder than I expected. This is harder than I wanted it to be, so it's negative. Negative emotional reaction, blah. Or you get what you expected, which, okay, this was kind of easy, eh? So I feel neutral. Uh, so you, if you expect everything to be easy, you're either gonna end up with a negative reaction or a neutral reaction. If you expect things to be hard, you're gonna end up with a neutral reaction or a positive reaction. I don't know about you, but I know that for me personally, I would rather come at things and uh, expect that in the end, I'm, it's either gonna leave me with a, with a fairly neutral reaction or a positive reaction. I would rather not be in a scenario where I'm stuck with either a negative reaction or a neutral reaction. So if I expect things to be hard and, uh, and, it, and it meets my expectations, all right. If it's better than I expected, awesome. You know, that's, it works for me. And so from this perspective, you know, my, my attitude, and I found that this is consistent among so many high performers, so many people who achieve big things, so many people who are fairly level-headed and able to deal with, you know, the slings and arrows of life, of, of things being more difficult than, you know, the promises make them out to be. This mindset that is consistent among people who, who you know, are, are able to do incredible things in the world is that you're supposed to struggle. You are supposed to struggle. Uh, and aligned with this, you know, people are going to behave in ways that you don't expect. There are going to be people where you look at what they're doing and, and, and you're saying, geez, like, I can't believe that they, they, they did that. I can't believe, right? Um, the, 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 the greatest response to that, honestly, is uh, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Like, I mean, that's, um, you know, regardless of your religious belief of the origin of that, that, that is like, oh, man, uh, I'm a, I wish they knew better, but uh, clearly they don't know better. Um, and um, uh, yeah, <laughs> so people will behave in ways that you don't expect and that you don't like. Work will be harder than you expect. Uh, work will be difficult, People, like it will be a challenge. Problems will come up. Problems will come up in your relationships, in your health, in your financial situation, in your work, in your career. Problems will come up and you're gonna be faced with like, do you have the capacity? Do you have the work capacity, the work strength to solve those problems, right?
And so I mean, that goes all the way back to the beginning. If you expect it to be hard and you, you embrace it like you would embrace a hard workout and you grow yourself mentally, emotionally, if you grow yourself in all of these ways where you're able to deal with setbacks, where you're able to deal with problems and challenges, where you're able to deal with negatives, then you're going to have the strength and capacity to work through those problems that come up. But problems will come up. Life will be unfair and uneven. And for just about every one of us, um, it's going to be unfair in ways that are negative for you, for your life. They're going to make your life harder than life is for other people. And there are going to be ways where I, it's unfair in your like to your advantage, where it makes life easier for you. And this is true of everybody. Okay, you just if you if you put on the optimist hat or you put on the like positive interpretation hat, you can look at anybody's life and you can say, well, there are certain ways where life is unfair and it is in your favor. And if you put on the, the negative hat, you can say there are certain ways where life is unfair against you. And it's just that is that is life. That is the rich complexity of life, that everything is uneven and unfair and life wasn't made to be fair and life is going to be harder for people in some areas and easier for people in other areas. And for every person, those areas are going to be unique. The one thing that is consistent, though, is that success, like even born with the, the silver spoon in your mouth, success will not necessarily be automatic. There are so many stories of people who start from a place where it's like they shouldn't be able to fail and they ruin their life. And there are so many stories of people who, who start from a place where they expect failure, they expect rejection at every turn, and somehow they create this incredible success. Success will not come automatically. There's always, there is always some variation on, oh, that person has it better than me. That person has it worse than me. There's, there's always an exception to the rule of like where you come from is where you end up. And the people who choose to take on the struggle, choose to take on the challenge, choose to overcome the problems, choose to like confront the problems and challenges face on, head on, right? Those people recognize that the struggle makes you stronger, like working out like doing the homework when it's hard, like any kind of, you know, challenge that you might come to face with, you know, come face to face with. The struggle will make you stronger. And when it's not physical strength, it's mental strength, it's emotional strength. It's, you know, the ability to take on these challenges and not be torn down by them. It's the ability to face failure and not have it mean that you are a failure. And in so many cases, you get ahead by outlasting the competition. You get ahead by the answer to a couple questions. Who gives up and who gets back up? Who gives up and who gets back up? Will you be the person who, who faces struggle, who faces things being hard, who faces problems and gives up? Or will you be the person who gets knocked down by struggle 
and hard things and problems and challenges and then gets back up and says, you know, thank you, may I have another. And your ability to deal with stress and struggle and hardship will dictate where you end up. And that, that applies in, uh, it applies in, in your business, in your career, in your relationships and health, physical health, fitness, like it, it applies everywhere across the board. Your ability to deal with, with stress and struggle dictates where you end up. And by the way, just as a little helpful aside here, I don't know if you've heard of this, but when we think of stress, we just think of like negative stress, right? There's actually two types of stress. And one type of stress is distress. And distress is like, it's, it, it is, it's, I mean, you understand what distress is, right? Somebody is in distress, like it, it's negative. It's, it's letting all the hardness and problems and challenges uh, tear you down, right? But then there's this type of stress called eustress. And eustress is this type of stress that is learning new things, of your challenge meeting your skill, of exercising, pushing your capacity in exercise to grow your muscles. It's, you know, facing the challenges of the day with your head held high and saying, yes, you will, you will, you will beat me up. Uh, you, will, you will batter and bruise me, but I will be standing at the end of the day. And that you stress is, is the stress that is growth oriented. It's like when we face this stress, it helps us grow. And so much of the distinction between distress and eustress is in this story that we tell ourselves. Is stress motivating and energizing or is stress like something that tears us down? And the more that we can see stress as an opportunity for growth, an opportunity for uh, improving ourselves, for increasing ourselves, for, uh, for developing our capacity, the better we can handle it. And this all comes from the expectation that things are going to be hard. If you expect things to be easy, then all stress becomes distress. If you expect things to be hard, most stress can become you stress. It can help increase your capacity. So if you want to end up in a better place, you learn how to deal with struggle. And um, to wrap this up, I, I, want to, I want to speak on courage. So many people think that, you know, if somebody is courageous, if we look at somebody from the outside and we, we see this person and we say they are courageous, what we are assuming is that they don't feel fear. But the reality is that courage is not the absence of fear, but the decision that something else is more important. Now that's, I love that language. I just got it from going back through Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Courage is not the absence of fear, but the decision that something else is more important. So we are courageous when we are feeling that fear, but we make a decision to act anyway because the outcome that we can achieve through action is more important than listening to the fear. We are courageous when we realize things are going to be hard, but we choose the struggle, we choose the difficulty, we choose facing it head on because who we become as a result of that decision to face the hardship, to face the difficulty, to face the struggle 
is a better person than the person who gives in to fear. And so don't wait until you do not feel fear to act with courage. Act with courage now and realize that the fear that is holding you back, the story comes out of this place of expecting things to be easy. And if they're not easy, that means something's wrong with you. Expect things to be hard and know that you can handle it. I'm Roy Firth. This is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Clearly, that's not just marketing. This is who we are as human beings, which then informs our business and our marketing and our copywriting and the messages that we put out. And in a way, it's far more powerful than any technique or tactic I could teach you on marketing. Because when you are able to behave in this way, when you're able to fully uh, adopt this story as your own, you will become a better marketer because you'll figure things out and you're going to work through the things that are hard and you're going to grow new strength and capacity in every area of your life. Remember, if you want to go deeper, if you want exercises and, um, and, and, and lessons on writing this new story in your life, training your subconscious success mechanism is probably a nice next step for training. The link is in the description. It's part of BTMS Insiders. Pay the low monthly fee, get access to everything there. One last time, I'm Roy Furr. This is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. And uh, you know, even with these lessons that are more motivational than just tactical, uh, I'm aiming to grow your marketing genius one episode at a time. And hey, uh, I think I've done so here. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.